Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. Observational show prep is 24-7 and being highly organized and being able to take all that material and bring it into a radio studio and put it on the air in the short bursts that are required today is really an essential skill. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Thanks for joining us for Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast committed to helping you create great radio presented in episodes of 15 minutes or less. So you may be asking yourself, what the heck is Brandwith? Quite simply, it's radio physics for today. Then choose and use the best bandwidth options so your brand can be available to the most audience when and where they want. This time we talk to someone who's done that many ways and in many, many major markets. Now back home. Jay Philpott shows radio people can go home again. After growing up in the radio mecca of Minneapolis, St. Paul, where he was at the famous MSCHRWLOL, he stopped in with groups including Saga, Clear Channel, and Hubbard in markets including Milwaukee, Norfolk, St. Louis, Dallas, Baltimore, and his national radio show on the Westwood One Network. Now he's back in his hometown at legendary KQ92 KQRS. For many years, Jay also gave back and still does with tireless efforts on behalf of the Conclave. He actually wrote the book, by the way, on the Conclave for their 30th anniversary. Brandwith On Demand is pleased to welcome Jay Philpott. Hey, thank you very much, Dave. And hello, Kipper. How are you? Great, thanks. So, Jay, one thing I've always loved is your personal branding statement. Would you mind sharing it? Well, you know, I think everybody uh, likes to sum themselves up. It's kind of like the elevator pitch on who are you and, you know, what is your mantra? What is your branding statement, personal branding statement? Mine, I took from a couple of different angles, one from a mental health angle and, and one from a radio angle, which would be I live in the present. I work in media's future. My hobby is radio's past. And that pretty much sums me up because what I do for a living is my hobby. There, there are no real clear lines for me between when I walk out of the radio station and I get home because I'm still dealing with things that have to do with radio and you know, I collect air checks and I'm just a, you know, I'm a total 24-7 radio nerd. <laughs> Aren't we all? So with that in mind, what do you see as radio's future? Well, that's a complicated question with an answer that's still developing. I mean, I think we can take it in a lot of different places. Um, one thing that the industry needs to do is, you know, get together and decide what it is to do together rather than let's buy this company and operate as our own planet or let's fight this radio station and destroy them with better branding statements, you know, a better slogan. Mm-hmm. I think if we all do things that um, attract people to the medium, and move it forward, we'll stand a better chance of, of being respected, first of all. Uh, but, you know, the industry altogether, we, we need to be able to get on the dashboards. We need to be able to make sure that uh, you know, our digital efforts are in, 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 in one lockstep. Everybody seems to be doing digital a different way. So if we could figure out a way to all do it as, as, as a radio medium, I think we'd be in better shape. Yeah, you've really done it all on the air and then off the air as a music director and other programming positions and promotions online. And now you've been able to return home to the Twin Cities with a dream job at KQ92. 
What guidance would you give someone who'd like to take a similar path? Well, first of all, this this radio station is a station I've been knocking on the door since uh, 1977. I wanted to work here when I was in high school. And at the time, the only thing that I think they kept me from getting a job here because they, they recognized my passion and my excitement for radio and, and rock music was the fact that at the time you needed to have a first-class license. And I didn't have that. So I, I had to settle, I guess, for jobs where I could get uh, the position with a third-class license. But the short answer to your question is passion and perseverance together will take you a long way. Yesterday was National Radio Day, and people on social media were posting their resumes, just, you know, call letters in cities. Mine, you know, as you noted earlier, is pretty extensive, and it's been all over the country, nine or ten different markets. And I had people joking at me saying, well, you can't keep a job, can you? <laughs> Maybe they couldn't keep me. But uh, I think the thing is that... that uh, some people have to, you have to make a life decision. If you're going to be in this business, some people want to stay in the same market. They want a quality of life in the same place. And as such, they might lose a radio job and have to sit on the sidelines for two or three years. And then maybe conditions will come around and they'll get a job in the market again somewhere else. Uh, for me, I followed the work. Uh, I wanted to be active and involved all the time. So I went where the great jobs were and I was willing to move and willing to uh, do that. And, and the real benefit is I have met so many incredible people. I've cross-pollinated with so many thinkers and uh, hopefully been able to inspire a lot of other people in other parts of the country. I get to see America, 45 of 50 states. It's been nice. It's been a nice ride. And today we're with Jay Philpott of KQ92 in Minneapolis, St. Paul. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate Brand With On Demand on Google Play and the iTunes Store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover great guests like Y98 St. Louis Morning Star Guy Phillips, Intercom Milwaukee's Senior VP of Programming Brian Kelly, Digital Wizard Fred Jacobs, and so many other industry leaders with Brandwidth On Demand. Somebody you'd like to hear from? Let us know. Just email show at brandwithondemand.com. And if you have questions or a comment about anything radio-related, feel free to sound off. Give us a call, 802-489-7739. Coming up next, Jay Philpott from KQ92 Minneapolis-St. Paul shares things he knows now that he really wishes he'd known back then. Exploring media evolution in real time. Brandwith On Demand. Keep up with what the hottest stations are doing. Replay Radio will schedule and record any streaming radio station or show automatically. And the integrated media guide makes it easy to add a station or show with a single click. Try Replay Radio free by clicking their ad at brandwithondemand.com. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwith On Demand. And we're with Jay Philpott today, asking the question, Jay, what things do you know now that you really wish you'd known way back then? Ah. I read the news today, oh boy. Oh, man. So looking at uh, what what I would uh, say to myself as a guy today talking to my younger self? Sure. Yeah, you bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I guess one thing is that uh, we all came on to the radio because of our passion for music, and we thought that uh, the audience was going to hang on every single word we said, and we would go into great long stories about things, and uh, and 
course, later in the, in the years when we started learning about audience flow and how people actually use the radio, that didn't uh, that didn't appear to be true. Mm-hmm. They weren't hanging on every word. They were sticking around for six or seven seconds, and you were pretty much toast. So I think I would have probably said, "Young man, edit yourself immediately." Um, although that was something that uh, starting off in CHR radio. I mean, I've been in rock and classic rock since the late 80s, but I started in CHR radio, and they always did have, of course, uh, very disciplined formatics so mm-hmm. that you were doing short breaks anyway. Yeah. Now we all know why. <laughs> yeah. And how about how about advice you'd give yourself about finding a job, Jerry? You know, I, I think I would probably do exactly what I've done, and that is just continually reach out uh, identify situations where I might like to work or live, uh, and not get really too picky about things. There, there was a time when I said, I don't want to ever live in the deep South, but I really loved it there. And, um, so I'm glad I, you know, did not, uh, hold to that first view. And also this persistence thing, because you've done what a lot of people want to do that they still haven't been able to pull off and that's go home. Well, that was a big surprise. I did not engineer that myself. I was surprised by that. I think that they had a need here at KQRS, and uh, the program director here, Scott Jamison, and I had become familiar in Atlanta because he was a former Atlanta program director before he came to Minneapolis. So we tapped into his knowledge base about stuff going on in the market, and uh, he'd sometimes come down and you know we would meet with him, and, and I got to know him, and he got to know me. I guess he decided that I was the guy he wanted for the hole he had. So that was a nice surprise. And they came, it came to me with that offer. You couldn't refuse. They they came to me with the offer. Jay would not say no to. Yeah, but in a good way. So if there's one piece of advice that you would like to offer, so others might get that same kind of call someday, what would it be? Just be very passionate, very committed to what you do. Be ready to, uh, really fully invest yourself in what you're going to be doing in your job. You know, I'm not saying let it take over your entire life, but be flexible. Be ready to do things that maybe weren't part of the standard agreement when you were hired. Maybe you were hired to do an air shift and a little bit of production, and now they want you to do some social media, or now they want you to do a podcast, or now they need you to do a couple of free appearances along with the ones you get paid for. Good attitude about those things. Do them. They benefit you as much as they benefit the station because exposure in any of those platforms is a good thing. Our thanks to Jay Philpott from KQ92, Minneapolis, St. Paul. The extended play of this interview, including items trimmed for time to keep us to 15 minutes, along with our exclusive bonus content, a complimentary copy of Jay's book, Ain't Misbehavin', Just Conclavin'. While supplies last. With links to Jay's contact info, our radio, YouTube of the week, and so much more can be found in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. Also, a link to Jay's podcast, Ain't Misbehavin', Just Conclavin', as well as Art Bolo videos to some of the best sessions. Thanks also to our sponsor, Replay Radio, as well as Catherine Kelly Murphy at Chicago's 1604 Productions. And thank you for listening, telling a friend, and giving us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcasts. We do appreciate it. Next time, Brand With On Demand welcomes another Radio Hall of Famer. W-L-A.
9100 is the telephone number. Tweet out teams, well not parents versus law persuasions. Time for the boogie check of life. But remember, got to be on the line to be on the air. Boogie check lies straight ahead. The one and only John Records Landecker. Brand with on demand. 10 second sound off. Call 802-489-7739. 447-365. My question is, what goes into making a song number one? And then when it is number one, how long is it played over and over and over and over? That is a question that has been debated and will be debated forever. The best solution to this is simple. You've got to know your audience, know where you're at in the marketplace, know your radio station, what your goals are. Play the hits. You'll need a hit list. You'll need to play the hits because the hits win each and every time. In terms of how long you're playing that number one or how long you're playing the hits, again, depends on your market, depends on your station. Here's one rule of thumb. By the time you are sick of it and believe that you don't want to hear it ever again, it means that people are just beginning to hear it for the first time. Don't bail too early on the hits. Yeah, number one can be tricky. While it may be the most popular song by definition, sometimes it's also the lowest common denominator that everybody agrees on. As Dave taught me a long time ago, whether music or positioning or whatever, sometimes we worry too much about burning stuff out and not nearly enough about burning it in. It still seems to me that radio is what happens between the songs. That's a rap tripper. What's new? Well, new works. N-E-W. We'll talk about it in One Minute Martinizing, which you'll find in the show notes at Brandwith On Demand. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your Brandwith be wide. Reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover brand with on demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Dave.